0: It's a Fixing Giggles Mini
1: Episode! Hello, and welcome back to another Fixing Giggles Mini Episode. A mini-sode.
0: Woo-hoo-hoo!
1: Yay! This is mini number two. And, uh, I'm picking, picking up right where we left off last time. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: what's what's your name? What's your name? Oh,
1: sorry, I'm, I'm Gustav.
0: Oh, cool. Hi, I'm Kat.
1: <laughs> sorry, I forgot. Forgot to, forgot it's, to introduce
0: it's myself. That's fine. I, uh, Gustav, did you hear the news?
1: No. What's the news?
0: Uh, young Sheldon's ending. Thank God. I think. Can we have a moment of silence? Sure. All right. All right. Thank you.
1: Shout out! Shout out to
0: Young <laughs> Sheldon.
1: Speaking of, uh, like I like I started to say, uh, picking up right where we left off with Minisode Number One. Uh, yeah. We're getting right back into it again. Uh, our lovely author, I forget their username. Three hundred five unreal. Three hundred five unreal uh, has continued the saga of their uh, Young Sheldon Leonard uh, fanfic. So we're gonna read the next chapter.
0: Yeah. In fact, they even uh, dropped us a line to tell us that the oh, that's right, yeah, the yeah. new chapter was up. So, uh, shout out to three hundred five. Unreal. Three hundred five. Unreal. Yeah. Um, do you need me to send you the link, or do you? Yeah, have... Yeah.
1: No. you haven't sent it to me yet. So. Uh, and I how oh it's saved. So.
0: Well, I do. Yeah. I don't. Book,
1: re- I don't. I'm I don't. A... I don't bookmark what these feel? things. <laughs> I, oh, I should, have this one. Bookmarked. I should bookmark this one because yeah.
0: One. okay <laughs> Okay. So, yes, I, agree to the I terms will be of reading. Service. Okay. Oh yeah, please. <laughs> okay, dope.
1: Take it away, cat.
0: So, uh, this is once again from the fanfiction social skills. Uh, this is chapter three. A brief summary. A look into both boys' lives as they pass letters to keep their minds off their lives. Ooh. Okay.
1: All
0: right. And then the notes. Uh, shout out to my comments from chapter two. And then Fix and Giggles is mentioned. Let's, so let's go. go.
1: That's a W. All right. <laughs> it
0: is. Dude, we're patrons, man. What are, <laughs> what are you going to say? Let's go. Okay. Oh, God. I don't remember. The only voice I remember how to do is fucking George. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Well,
1: your shot was like,
0: um. Why? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but.
1: His missing is his sister. And I forget. I forget what you did for Missy.
0: I don't think she spoke. So this is a blank. Okay. Canvas. All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. <clears throat> Mom, Missy complains. For, actually, <laughs> I didn't like that. I'm gonna try that one yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna give take two. Take after. two. Take two. Take take two. And scene. Mom, Missy complains from across the table. Sheldon's making faces at me.
1: That's pretty
0: good. As it. Thank you. As it's quite a rare occasion, Mary looks over to see what's happening. When she sees her youngest son's face going pink, she—oh qui- my gosh! She quickly realizes that he's quietly choking and calls on her husband to help. Oh
1: shit!
0: <laughs> oh god! In no time, George has lifted Sheldon <laughs> up, upside down. Ignoring Missy's panic shouts of "Sheldon's gonna die!" Georgie <laughs> walks into the kitchen to see Oh wait, no, Georgie's someone else.
1: Georgie's the the older son. He's uh, Sheldon's older brother.
0: Oh, like okay, George Jr. Sorry. basically. All right, Robert. Right, right, right. Okay, so Georgie walks into the kitchen to see his dad performing the Heimlich by shaking rather than pressing. Georgie decides to ignore everyone and make himself a piece of jam and toast. <laughs> He he makes eye contact with Sheldon as he licks jelly off the knife and puts it back in the jar. Oh,
1: what a you dick. You're fucking. <laughs> what a dick I move. I mean,
0: yeah. Mythbusters did bust the myth that it's. it's oh, not no, a, let's just double. That's double, double dipping. dipping. Yeah. Oh, licking the
1: fucking knife. Never is, mind. That's it's, nasty. Georgie,
0: you're foul. You're foul, Georgie. We can't. <laughs> we can't. We don't stand.
1: Can't defend you right, for so, that, man.
0: So Mary worries about Georgie breaking Shelly's little ribs while Missy cries out about her twin bro- oh twin brothers impending death until oh, a Jimmy brother. Dean okay. until a Jimmy Dean sausage flies from Sheldon's mouth landing on the kitchen table. Cool. Georgie huffs. Mary ignores him, crouching at Sheldon's side as the boy gasps raspily. Honey, are you okay? Can you breathe? Say something. You have to throw away that jelly. (laughs) Mom, would you write a note for me? Sheldon asks from the back seat as Mary drives the twins to their separate schools. Sure. You have the coolest excuse, Missy grins wickedly. You almost died. Did you say Jesus? I saw Count Chocula, he glances <laughs> at his mom in the rear view mirror. Uh, but feel free to mention my brush with death in the note. Mary frowns. All right, that's enough talk about death and dying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, in the last chapter, didn't, um...
1: George had a heart attack. Yeah, George, it
0: was fucking... George had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, shit, I wonder if that's going to go back. Anyways, Sheldon is unable to eat solid foods throughout the day. He sticks to drinking his chocolate milk. When he gets home later, he nearly sneaks away to his room when his dad calls for him. Scared that a faculty member has caught him skipping out on lunch, he racks his mind for an excuse. Turns out, he doesn't need one. You got a letter. (laughs) Sheldon's eyes widen, excited to hear from his pen pal. Almost dying from a sausage can put things into perspective. He accepts the letter with a soft, thank you. That didn't sound... Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Geez. Sorry. I'm slipping up. That was like, that was like British. Thank you. That was like
1: Oliver Twist. Please, sir, can
0: I have some more? Can I, please? Could I, uh, could <laughs> I have fishies? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I don't even know what that was. All right. Well, <laughs> moving on. Uh With the soft. Thank you. And continues up to his room. There we room. go. Sitting at his desk, he sets the envelope off to the side while he sets up shop for his homework: algebra, biology, and English. He tries to read about mitochondria. But Leonard's of the cell. name. Oh, true. Sorry, let me let me reread this. He tries to read about mitochondria, powerhouse of the cell, but <laughs> Leonard's name dances in his head. He cracks open his algebra book to hide the envelope from his peripheral vision. Vision? <laughs> vision. Vision. Uh, also known as vision. <laughs> but, but he still knows it's there. He completely covers it with his toy. Tricorder. Tricorder. Right, I've googly- gotta Google that. I'm googing it. God. Give it a goog. Oh. Oh, the Star oh, Trek
1: thing. Tra- yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot what it was called that. The Star Trek radio thing.
0: Oh, I, are you, you like Star Trek? Or yeah. Or know? No, I do like it. Huh? Since when?
1: Since always.
0: Fucking really? Yeah.
1: I've watched most of the original series and I've seen like the, those newer movies.
0: Oh, uh-huh. how did I not know this? I don't
1: think we ever talked about it. I don't just think, I just don't think it ever came up between us.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, my only experience with Star Trek was my sophomore year of high school my English teacher was obsessed with it. Oh, okay. To the point where we watched episodes and nice. at least one of the movies and wrote about them. <laughs> it was the one episode I remember that we watched was "Sharko and the Walls Fell," and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, oh yeah, it just became a class meme.
1: That's funny. All
0: right. Well, um, I well, guess I'm going to add Star I'm Trek not, to the darkest. Yeah,
1: I'm not that big of a Star Trek fan, but I do like it. <laughs>
0: I'm, one of my favorite YouTube channels, um, like two of the hosts, owners, runners, I don't really know how to describe it, um, yeah. are obsessed with Star Trek. Okay, yeah. And so if something like comes up and it's like, oh, da-da-da was in Star Trek, they will like literally know what episode. Holy sh- wow, okay. And that's just insane to me. But at the same time, I feel like I can't. Bully, because I can do the same thing with Glee. I
1: can do that with friends. That's, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I can't really, can't really judge.
0: I can't bully, you know. All right, so he completely covers it with his toy, toy, Jesus, cat, come on. (laughs) I'm the one that asked to record today, too, and I can't fucking read.
1: (laughs) What he (laughs) envisions.
0: He envisions, yeah. So he completely covers it with his toy tricorder, but what he envisions, envisions. As, <laughs> as Leonard's voice encourages him to read it batting with the uh, batting the imaginary voice away does nothing and he feels useless so he finally grabs the envelope he looks it over his eyes catching on the snow geese pictured on the state stamp ooh the stamp he'd given Leonard had turkeys on it and he pauses to wonder why states like to show off their birds so much. <laughs> To quote Ernest Rutherford, "All science is either physics or stamp collecting." Sure. Okay, right on. Right on. Word. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard that before. Why not? <laughs> Since he's unable to start his own lab due to age restrictions, tell the Dexter. He carefully peels <laughs> off the stamp, shuddering at the birds, and sh- oh, and secures it firmly in a special book that he keeps beneath his bed. Oh, right on. He stamp collects. I didn't know that. That's how people did it, where they literally took it off. Oh, Letters. yeah.
1: Well, I guess you can. Really yeah, if you, <laughs> it's like, especially stuff from other states. Like if you, because like Leonard's writing, he's from like Minnesota, right? Or something like that. I don't that. remember. I forget. I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, well, I think it says it like in the first chapter. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll revisit that. But uh, yeah, like different, so you know, like stuff you can't get from other states, for example, you'd have to collect it by just peeling it off the envelope you get.
0: That's pretty chill. Yeah, I don't know. I always thought it was just them going to the the, um, like going to the post office and just getting like yeah, the the, post books. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know. You learn something new every day. True. Thanks, three oh five unreal. All right, Um, that's sorted. He grabs a pen knife that he took from Maymal's house for this (laughs) very occasion. Having a pen pal makes him feel very important, or and the pen knife makes people feel special, as Maymal once said. He uses. (laughs) He uses it to carefully slice open the envelope, careful not to let his fingers go near the edge. Meticulously, he slides the letter out and holds it like it's one ring from... Oh, she's, like it's the one ring, and he's Gollum. Oh. <laughs> My precious. My precious. <laughs> He smiles to himself, feeling the distinct softness to the paper. From the desk of ha- Leonard Hofstadter. Impressed that his pen has his own stationery, Sheldon finally unfolds the letter and begins to read. Oh, how am I? How am I gonna?
1: I forget your Leonard voice, or did I do it? I don't it?
0: think I, I don't, you did it. Oh, f- I, feel
1: like, damn, I, feel I don't like, like he's remember. normal. Yeah, he's just kind of normal. I think.
0: All right, dated September twenty-first to Sheldon. I can't believe you casually dropped that about your dad. Did it happen subtly? Like the xenopoly... <laughs> yeah.
1: Xenopolycythemia. Glad
0: I'm, re- I'm glad I'm reading this one. <laughs> like the xenopolycythemia that McCoy developed and for the world is hollow and I have touched the sky? Or does he have an existing heart condition? I mean, I'm thankful that he's back home, but that was such a sudden, a sudden shift from talking about your siblings. Speaking of which, I know about them. My dad is spending more time at home, but he stays away from my mom since I have a baby brother. My dad takes care of him. It's almost like my mom ignores him most of the time. She's more focused on her therapy patients and working out of the gym to lose the baby fat. Mm. My older sister is a pain, too. She's not too much older than me, and she goes to school with me, too. Have you... Oh.
1: Uh. <laughs> Yo. Yo.
0: <laughs> have you ever watched a Muppet movie... God damn it. My sister has a crush on the one called Beaker. <laughs> yes. Is this, 305 is this Unreal. Can- let's go. This, let's go. Is this, is this canon or is this for us? I don't know.
1: I've, who cares? It's funny. I, w- <laughs> I hope, Let's pretend like it's... I'm going to pretend like it's for us because that's awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm going to pretend it's for us. yeah <laughs> Oh, and again, of course, it's fucking ironic. I'm reading this one.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how's <does> that feel?
0: <laughs> my, my sister has a crush on the one called Beaker, and yet she calls me nerdy like it's an insult. Okay, honestly, he has a point there. <laughs> I think she should major in astrophysics when she starts university since she's always lost in space. <laughs>
1: Got him. <laughs>
0: Speaking of, I, I fucking love Leonard. Oh yeah. my God.
1: Leonard's savage, speaking of dude.
0: space and shows what do you think about professor proton get your goggles put on your lab coat on and, huh well i'm here when scratch that if you want to talk leonard sheldon smiles more genuinely rather interested but first here he comes professor proton He sighs to himself after singing the last bit of the theme song where Leonard, oh, that was sung. Okay, hold on, three, one, six. Uh, Here he comes, Professor Proton. Yeah, that was pretty good. Nailed it. Uh, Thanks, yeah, we're big fans of that show. (laughs) He plans to write back, but there's one thing that nags him in the back of his mind. Luckily, his sister is well-versed in the media. Sheldon leaves his letter and homework on his desk and ventures out to find Missy. He quickly finds Georgie flipping through magazines in his bedroom, and then Missy flipping through channels while dangling upside down on the living room couch. I need your help. Yeah, you do, she huffs without looking at him. I'm not gonna mother bird your food for you. (laughs) I wouldn't want you to, he frowns, keeping himself from gagging at the mental image. I require your assistance to a creature in the media. Oh my God.
1: Let's go. Let's go! <laughs> I see where this is going.
0: Yeah. I'm, j- I'm trying so hard not to read that. Media, she repeats. Like a TV show? He half shrugs. It involves a Muppet movie. The Muppets, she grins, turning over to sit cross-legged. Which one? I don't believe there's a preference. I simply require more knowledge on The Muppets as a whole. And also on a particular character called Beaker... She jumps. Okay, they definitely
1: did this for us, man (laughs) I feel like
0: That's my truth It is my personal truth And I'm so here for it I'm literally kicking my legs I'm so excited right now (laughs) She jumps off the couch to browse her cabinet of videotapes While providing Sheldon with a monologue about the character I cannot read this
1: (laughs) I'm so glad you have to read this
0: I cannot read this
1: you want me to take over? I can. No,
0: no. Okay, I will do it. All right, all right. <laughs> it's, my, I, it's, it's for the podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, just keep that in okay. your mind.
0: Keep that in my mind. Yeah, it's just—it's an acting job, cat. Yeah, yeah. Baker is like the coolest puppet ever. He's the funny dude with big eyes and crazy orange hair. He's super into science and always doing these wacky experiments. He doesn't really talk, but he makes the funniest faces and does all these wild gestures. It's like he's telling a story with just his expressions. Even when things go boom and explode, he d- he never gives up. He's always trying new stuff and learning cool things. Beaker is like a super fun and energetic muppet who shows us that science can be silly and exciting at the same time. That's there you go. A Kat. Really good there's your there's your,
1: there's your defensive beaker. Thank you I'm 305 lie. unreal.
0: I'm not gonna lie, that was, that was a pretty good defense Yeah, uh, still fucking hate him <laughs>
1: you're like, I will not I will not be swayed
0: I, I will not be swayed, I'm standing my ground uh, but that was very nicely done <laughs> I thought you didn't like science <laughs> I like it when Baker does it, <laughs> she retorts nobody has ever said that
1: <laughs> I um, found it Alex, I'll take things that no one has ever said for 200, please <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Jaylee Double. (laughs) Brandishing The Muppets Take Manhattan. It's a very good one. Missy settles in on the couch. Sheldon sits more stiffly next to her and begins watching the film with his sister explaining the plot of the movie and each of the characters' roles. When the screen shows Beaker for the first time, she pauses the tape. Sheldon gawks at the character in question (laughs) and stands abruptly. (laughs) What? That's it? Missy complains. You may watch by yourself now. I've gathered all the information I need at this time. He (laughs) retreats to his room, not reacting to the whatever thrown at him. Okay, so we are now cutting over to Leonard. So time skip. It was probably like, what, three to five days? I don't know. Leonard tries not to look too anxious about going through the mail on the table. He's only received one letter. But he's only, oh, excuse me, but he's also only written one back. What if this pen pal gets a whiff below the surface and decides he doesn't care to learn more? Damn. I <clears> know, <throat> oh, tough break. Angela has teased him, telling him that this might not be even a kid. That he could be talking to some middle-aged pervert for all he knows.
1: Hey, fuck off, Angela. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Angela. It's just Sheldon <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> the thought hurts him but he refuses to believe it. The library community center compound surely has precautions in place to assure the kids of the ages. He's confident that Sheldon is who he says he is. He almost chokes on air when he sees the familiar scrawl having written the Texan address. He laughs to himself when he grabs the envelope at the corner, thumb covering the strange turkey image, (laughs) and he manages to make it upstairs without running into the family. Before he walks into his room, however, his name is called. Yeah, dad? Where did we say he was, Minnesota? I think so. I'm Googling it real quick. Yeah. We have to be- you gotta be accurate. <laughs> accurate to the, the lore. Do you think I can also just like
1: literally click back two chapters real quick.
0: Uh, we'll race, go ahead.
1: I remember his address is given. Oh, I think he's from, he's from New, New Jersey. Jersey. Okay.
0: Oh, oh, that's even better. My apologies. Oh, okay, so this is his father. Oh, I thought that was you. Here, can you rock Mikey for a few minutes? He spit up more on me. He, sp- he spit up more on me than his bib. I need to shower. That was not.
1: <laughs> that's not New Jersey. It's almost British. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's kind of Australian. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go for it. Yeah. Grimacing. Grimace Grimace. slightly. (laughs) Leonard agrees. He accepts a towel to place over his front and sits in the rocker with Mikey in his lap. His baby brother leans against him and Leonard hums shortly. You don't know how good you've got it. You cry and make messes and dad still loves you for it. Angie doesn't talk down to you and you barely ever deal with mom. know what, Mikey? I've made a new friend. His name's Sheldon. Do you want to hear about him? Mikey blows a spit bubble, and Leonard takes it as confirmation. Carefully, around the baby, he opens <laughs> the envelope and <laughs> begins reading. I can't
1: give the baby a paper cut.
0: No, God forbid. Uh, date, September 27th. Oh, hold on. Gotta get this uh, uh Sheldon voice going. Yeah. From monologue. Oh, God.
1: Bro bro yap in here.
0: (laughs) Hello, Leonard. To start this letter, I would like to tell you that I enjoy saying your name. You no doubt are aware that you share the name of the aforementioned Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy, as well as (laughs) Leonard Nimoy. When he portrayed Mr. Spock, he became an idol of mine. Although it might be more accurate to state that Mr. Spock is my idol. I oftentimes wish I would be an emotionless Vulcan. Ooh. Well. Professor Proton is another idol. I needed to sing the rest of the lyrics when you left off in the middle. I tried to watch each episode though it's difficult to do so when Missy wants to watch a rerun of Scooby Doo or Yogi Bear. <laughs> you <sighs> that was vulnerable all right. You can't learn anything while watching those asinine cartoons. Scooby-Doo teaches people that breaking and entering is okay if the place is supposedly haunted. God, I'm really missing, <laughs> mixing up my... Um, yeah, you're,
1: you're going a little New Jersey there.
0: <laughs> Sorry. It's okay.
1: It's
0: all good. It's all um, good. Ha- Supposedly haunted. Because there's some crook in a mask that will make things worse. And Yogi Bear de-educates English speakers while encouraging people to go around parks and steal food without consequences. Oh, fun fact! Nark
1: <laughs> Narc. Narc.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, don't put that on there. <laughs> fun fact! I almost died this morning. As Missy has been telling me that I don't know how to act my age, I decided to forego my twenty 22s per bite, <laughs> as prescribed by the American Medical Association. <laughs> to further complicate matters in any real-life crisis, my family's default mode is mindless panic or heartless apathy. It's yeah. interesting that things you think when, you, when life is ebbing from your body, for instance, linoleum.
1: Oh, yeah, that's where my mind goes.
0: What is it? Really? Plastic? And if so, how is it different from Formica? And what about Count Chocula? Is he really a count? Did the title come with land? (laughs) They say, in the final moments, your life passes before your eyes. And I saw my brother licking jelly off the knife and putting it back in the jar. Was that a better segue? Adding a fun fact before my anecdote? All right, here we go. Oh, my God. That's what As I said, a,
1: bro. He's yapping, dude. Fucking
0: novel. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm here for it, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. As a consequence for my near-death experience, I've begun a boycott on solid foods. My mother has blended, <laughs> ooh, has blended some foods for me. I can also eat applesauce. On another topic, Missy has showed me my first and final voyage into the Muppets universe. Damn, Sheldon's a
1: Muppet hater. No.
0: Jesus I do not understand either of our sisters. Beaker, the Muppet character, can be characterized as an intellectually cha- <laughs> oh my God. intellectually challenged and inept individual. With it, I heard to drop the the uh, voice. <laughs> as intellectually challenged and inept individual within the context of scientific pursuits, his limited cognitive abilities and deficient problem-solving skills are evident in his persistent failures and catastrophic experimental outcomes. <laughs> Beaker's lack of verbal acuity, as well, excuse me, as seen through his minimal linguistic contributions, further underscores his intellectual limitations. Jesus, it's like, I wrote this. Yeah, I was about
1: to say, it's like, wow. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh my God, they're just reading yeah, my fun, mind.
0: <laughs> fun fact uh, I had a conversation with 305 Unreal and wrote this for them.
1: <laughs> spoiler alert, everybody.
0: A spoiler alert, we're in cahoots. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, it becomes, I'll put the voice back on now i'm out of shock it becomes apparent that his presence primarily serves as a source of comic relief with his exaggerated facial expressions and exaggerated gestures emphasizing his bubbly nature (laughs) while his unwavering dedication to scientific exploration is commendable it is overshadowed by his consistent inability to demonstrate competence in his chosen field consequently Speakers' portrayal perpetuates the stereotype of the absent-minded and incapable scientist, potentially reinforcing misconceptions regarding the rigor and proficiency required in scientific endeavors. Exactly. Couldn't have said it yeah, better myself. That's, that's what I'm saying. From the mouth of babes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, oh, yes. My book segment on pen pals has a list of topics to write about when one is stuck. Pets in childhood books are beneath those I've already mentioned. I do not have any pets, but if I could have one, I'd prefer a cat. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Felines, renowned for their... (laughs) Felicitous. Thank you, I was swallowing. Felicitous (laughs) nature epitomized the epitome of ideal companionship in the realm of domesticated animals. Cats exhibit a plethora of of attributes that render them superlative pets, catalyzing their status... (laughs) Nice. As his beloved house, thank you, household. It's called reading uh, context. Yeah, between, right?
1: reading between the lines.
0: <laughs> reading between the lines. I'm picking up what they're putting down. Uh, uh, as, as beloved household members across diverse cultures, first and foremost, cats possess an innate aptitude for self-sufficiency, owing to their evolutionary heritage as solitary hunters. This independence is reflected in the fastidious grooming habits, exceptional agility, and self-regulating nature, which alleviate the burden of constant supervision and engender a sense of autonomy within their living environment. Tell that to Cooper. (laughs) Inside joke. Inside joke. (laughs) Furthermore, cats exhibit an uncanny ability to forge meaningful emotional connections with their human counterparts. (laughs) Again, tell Cooper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> through subtle cues such as purring, gentle headbutts, and soft kneading, they adeptly convey affection and establish a profound sense of intimacy. This emotional reciprocate,
1: Reci- geez, reciprocity.
0: Thank you. Reciprocity <laughs> not only
1: satiates
0: the satiates, satiates <laughs> inhuman desire for companionship is really embarrassing but also contributes to enhanced mental well-being and stress reduction as numerous studies have attested
1: (laughs) you know cat in your defense you're as a as a as a musician who has to read lyrics in multiple languages i think it's fair that sometimes you mispronounce things thank you yeah
0: (laughs) i'm only human yeah this is a cold read everybody Uh, Don't worry, guys. Sheldon continues.
1: I mean, English is your native language, but, you know. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I I got it. (laughs) Cats exhibit an intrinsic proclivity for cleanliness as evidenced by their fastidious litter box habits and ridiculous grooming rituals. This natural fastidiousness imbues a sense of cleanliness and order within the household, contributing to a harmonious coexistence between feline and human inhabitants.
1: What are these weird inflections that you're doing?
0: (laughs) I really don't know, man. (laughs) Moreover, cats have been scientifically proven to bestow numerous health benefits upon their human guardians.
1: It's like Kermit the Frog. That's what you're doing.
0: Uh, The act of stroking a cat's velvety
1: coat. (laughs) Uh,
0: The act of stroking a cat's velvety coat. ...has been shown to lower blood pressure, <laughs> reducing anxiety levels, and eliciting calming effect, thus promoting cardiovascular health and overall, well, I started choking, well-being. <laughs> Furthermore, feline companionship has been associated with decreased risk of heart disease and stroke, underscoring the potential salutary impact yeah. <laughs> of the presence on human health outcomes... <laughs> Oh, forgot the finish line cat come. On. Lastly, cats' intrinsic adaptability and relatively low maintenance requirements render them suitable companions for individuals with varying lifestyles and living situations. Their capacity to thrive in both confined urban dwellings and spacious abodes, coupled with <laughs> their moderate 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 <laughs> exercise needs, makes them amenable to diverse living arrangements. In conclusion, the multifaceted allure of cats as pets stems from their innate independence, capacity for emotional connection, cleanliness, therapeutic benefits, and adaptability. These qualities elucidated
1: yep. <laughs>
0: through, through empirical research and anecdotal evidence position cats as exceptional domestic companions Excuse me. Enriching their lives of their hum oh, Jesus enriching the lives of their human guardians in immeasurable ways. As for the topic of favorite childhood book, <laughs> mine is Curious George. George <laughs> is so relatable. He messes this up all the time. This is so short. This
1: part this party doesn't have a whole goddamn paragraph a whole <laughs> novel to write about. Uh,
0: yeah, so, yeah, do you really care about Curious George?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: fake fan. Fake fan, man. He messes up all the time, just like we do. But he never gives up. He always trying new things and learning from his mistakes. And the best part is that he's a monkey. No. I love. No. (laughs) I love. No. (laughs) Yeah, let's go 305 Unreal. (laughs) I bet they like Salmonella. (laughs) I love monkeys and trains. And Curious George takes a train. Do you have any pets? And what is your favorite childhood book? I await your response. Sheldon. Uh, applause. Okay. I trust that you clap. I did. <laughs> Phew. Wow, <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> wow. Leonard breathes after finishing the litter. He's really into this. Hey, he took some time to tell me a lot. think I should tell him about boots, Mikey. Oh, does he have a monkey? He glances <laughs> down o- only to see that his brother is sound asleep. His dad makes a soft. C- sound, covering a yawn, go to sleep dad, I can keep watch over him, you need some rest. Arthur opens and shuts his mouth, smiling at his sons, I'll be back in a couple of hours, he assures him, and then we can talk about the Sheldon kid. He walks down the hall and Leonard resumes his rocking, thinking about how he should respond. And then we have notes. (gasps) Yo! Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So the notes say, listen to Kat and Gustav's podcasts again. So if y'all are reading, you're the reason I've made a third Uh, chapter in time for Christmas. Oh my God.
1: This is the best Christmas gift ever.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. I think I'm going to cry. I'm not even (laughs) going to lie. Can I? Thank you 305 Unreal. Thank you 305 Unreal. You're a real one. I left kudos. All right. So there's four comments as of right now. We will be writing another one. Okay. So Ravine? Ravine? Ravine. Yeah. Thank you. Ravine of roses. Oh, also this was wrote. Wrote? Oh my God. This is written. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was wrote. This was wrote this <laughs> week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was wrote this week. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. Uh, this was written. Uh... On the 18th of December, and we're recording this on the 21st. And we also got the email um, today. So we, we turned around for this one. Yeah. So Ravine, that's what we said, right? Ravine yeah. of Roses wrote, Oh my god, this is adorable. I can't wait for the next chapter. Me too. So Yas say 1310 wrote.
1: Oh, you gotta read it in Spanish. I mean,
0: <laughs> oh god. Ah, lo mas lindo que vi fue fue? a Sheldon hablando de gatos y mi preciosa, preciosa, thank you. I was doing Italian for a minute. (laughs) XT, Uh, you made my day. I love today's chapter. It was so nice to see that Sheldon likes Leonard's name. Thanks for the update. I hope you have a great week. Oh, this is a. <laughs> I like this one. Master Shake's wifey, um, and their profile picture <laughs> is Mater when Mater is an UFO.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. It's funny. Um,
0: so, funny. So Master Shake's wifey writes, does a cartwheel and jumps for joy. This is spectacular. Honestly, agree. Yeah. And then, right there
1: with you, Master Shake's wifey.
0: Yeah, and then we have winter. Hi, I'm so glad to see a new story about young uh, Shonard.
1: Shelnard. Oh, Shelnard. That's, uh, that's their ship that's name. Their f-
0: yeah, their friend name. Yeah. I like that. Shelnard, they are so cute. I can't wait to see how the story develops. If there are any errors, please forgive me. I'm not from an English-speaking country. Oh, no, they wrote yeah, perfectly.
1: You're good. you're good, bro. All
0: right, uh, shall we... Um, issue a comment? I think we shall. I think we should. Okay. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I was in incognito because I was looking at, um... Airplane prices. Airplane <laughs> what? Airplane ticket prices. Oh. And, and I didn't want them to track that I was looking so, would, like, affected. Oh, like, yeah, things. you get
1: your fucking... Like, your emails or whatever. Hey, yeah. you fucking... You sure you don't want to take this trip?
0: <laughs> yeah. Surprise, I'm going back to Germany to sing. Anyways, <laughs> um... Okay. What should we say?
1: Um... Dear three hundred five Unreal,
0: okay. Dear three hundred five. Let's write it like a letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep keep, we'll keep to the theme. The, uh, yeah, yeah, keep the theme. Dear three hundred five Unreal. Um. That's <laughs> it. Uh,
1: um.
0: Okay, I got, I'll start us out. Sure. Thank you so much for, for the, the su- yeah sweet note. It touched both of our hearts.
1: Uh, another we really enjoyed this installment and we look forward to the next one keep it keep up the good work
0: to the next one keep up the good work okay um I feel like hmm oh I got you yeah Uh, okay sincerely yeah should we say fix and giggles or cat and Gustav? Cat and Kat Gustav. Gustav, yeah. Oh. Gustav. <laughs> Parentheses. <Okay. laughs>
1: Parentheses, fix and giggles. Podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. For these. Just for fix and giggles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just for. I keep forgetting I the
1: just for fix and giggles part.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's chill. Okay. P.S. Still hate Beaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I still hate monkeys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> still hate Beaker. Cat. Still hate monkeys. <laughs> Gustav. Okay, so we have written. Dear 305 Unreal, thank you so much for the sweet note. It touched both of our hearts. We really enjoyed this installment, and we look forward to the next one. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Kat and Gustav, parentheses, just for fixing giggles podcast, close parentheses. P.S. Still hate beaker, Cat. Still hate monkeys, Gustav. <laughs> Send it. Right. It's sent.
1: I shall refresh the page. Oh, it still says four comments. No, load. (laughs) It hasn't loaded yet.
0: (laughs) It'll get there. It'll get there. All right. Well, this has been a riveting episode.
1: It's been unreal. (laughs) (laughs)
0: 305 305 times. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for listening to the, the mini-sode.
1: And we'll see you... I'm... Oh, sorry. Sorry.
0: I was just going to say I'm Cat. Oh, and I'm Gustav. We'll see y'all soon, hopefully, if Gustav ever picks fucking fans. Yeah, I need, to, I need to
1: choose my next one.
0: <laughs> Get on your shit, man. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> we, have, we have fans, We do, clearly. yeah, clearly. <laughs> All right, well... Uh...
1: Bye. Bye.